0: 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com/work. shopify.com/work.
1: Hello, I'm Jonathan Moles and you're listening to the FT Startup podcast. In last week's episode, we looked at funding. This week we look at hiring. Where do you go to find the best people? It's become a cliche for tech founders to eke out a latte at the local Starbucks while using the free Wi-Fi. For Martin Spiller, serial entrepreneur, consultant and lecturer, it became the venue for a key hire for his latest venture, Hibbert Harwood. He told me the story over a cappuccino and a pastry.
2: Hibbert Harwood's a kind of small, up-and-coming, growing design studio based in Bath. And we have a constant need for new talent. And we've built strong links with local colleges and universities like the Bath Spa University and Bath Studio School. We've even got links with overseas universities like the Grafish Lyceum in Rotterdam where we take a new intern designer every year. And because of the constant need for replacement staff and expansion, we needed a new graphic designer as one of our team had left and accepted a new job. And it's a kind of issue that you face often with new grads. I'm keen and always have been keen to look for new methods to find staff straight from university because using recruitment professionals at this level doesn't really make sense. So at we have these links with colleges, we use social media and we have a kind of rolling referral internship programme as a way to constantly get access to new people.
1: And you were telling me that the idea was partly a result of membership of the Entrepreneur Networking Group, the Supper Club. Can you explain...
2: Yeah, so I went to one of the dinners that the Supper Club run, and it was titled about being a great place to work. And one of the members of the Supper Club was a recruiter for a digital agency, or an owner of a digital recruitment agency. And one of these tips amongst many was that you should always be recruiting, and you should tell you and your team to always keep your eyes and ears open. And one of the things I noticed about the staff that we employed at Hibbert Harwood and the team Was that a lot of their friends on linkedin had really strange jobs so for example i noticed one of the team had a a contact who'd completed a creative writing course at at bath spa probably should have been working for a content agency or somebody like hibbert harwood and in fact was working as a manager or assistant manager of a tanning salon in the middle of bath which i found very odd so uh, hibbert harwood had a small serviced office in the center of bath the kitchen was very small so we spent a lot of time going to a local coffee house, uh, I think it's an independent chain called Jacobs, and whilst waiting for the eight or nine coffees we were waiting for, I got chatting to one of the baristas who turned out to be a graphic designer, so I contacted him the next time I went in and he brought along his portfolio and it turns out he's a really great graphic designer and so I invited him for an interview. And um, um, what happened? I mean, is he still with the company? He's just accepted a position with a bigger agency outside of Bath, but he's doing fantastically well. And I think he was at the Hibber-Harwood for about 18 months. So as part of that programme, I now keep my eyes and ears open every time I go to coffee shops, restaurants, cafes, and even at the local gym was the last time I tried to run this technique. But unfortunately, the girl was a graduate and had just
1: completed a degree, but it was in history, not in anything that I could use. I see. So... Is it that there are any particular tips in terms of finding these kind of quite specialist people? But what I would give you the tip is just talk to the people that are
2: working in the coffee shops, bars, restaurants. Talk to them about what they're doing, because most of the guys there are working there as a means to kind of fund their after-university life and whilst they're looking for a job. And it, as we all know with the kind of unemployment rates, there's a lot of unemployment or people not working in the jobs they want to work in after they graduate. So keep your eyes and ears open and just be nice and talk to people.
1: And uh, you presumably also get to enjoy a lot of nice coffee.
2: Yeah, nice coffee, nice croissants and nice things. But it's, it's actually a really worthwhile thing to do and you'd be surprised about what the people that are serving you have actually done.
1: Another thing is, for you, it seems a lot of those people are graduates who might have been on quite specialist courses. you talked about building links with colleges. Have, have you any tips about tapping those skilled people coming out of university? Sure.
2: For me, it started when I had my previous company. We, we had a design team for a kind of giftware designer, developer, manufacturer, and we always had problems finding staff for our design studio. And it turns out we were only about three miles away from Brunel, which, as I found out through Sophie Hibbert, the MD of Hibbert Harwood, is one of the leading kind of industrial design universities. So I realized, actually, a few miles down the track, I could have been working with a great university so what I do now is either via social media or via the the new people we employ find out where they came from and find out who to talk to at their universities and just go and talk to them or the colleges similarly because the other thing I'm a big fan of is the idea of an apprentice program and that's something I'm looking to put in place at Hibbutt Harwood next. We've got a student from the Bath Studio School who comes for the next two years every Friday. And I like the idea of getting people really fresh and learning our way of doing things. But also they bring an amazing skill set that we might not have because things are changing so fast in the digital world. Adding those sort of guys into your mix, they are having skills and they do have skills that other people don't have.
1: And that's about going formally to the university to set up relationships rather than, say, word of mouth, getting people to recommend... So we do both, and the rolling internship programme is usually
2: based on members of our staff introducing their friends or friends of friends, but for me as the kind of chairman, and for Sophie as the MD, the aim is to build our own links so that the the tutors tell us who's good, who recommend people that might fit, and talk to them directly, because the universities now, especially in the new age of charging, They have to reach out further than they used to, and SMEs are a good source of potential placements, jobs for their staff, and they get wider experience than they might do at some of the larger places. So actually reach out direct and talk to them direct, get to know them in your local area or in the product-specific areas that you're in, is actually a good idea in my view, and it saves a lot of money, and you actually get access to fresh young talent.
1: On the other side of the planet from Bath, in the technology startup capital of San Francisco, John Danner is a management consultant, professor, and entrepreneur. I asked him for his tips on hiring.
0: It's very important to recognize that culture starts with the first person you hire. So pay close attention to not just the competency, but also the style, integrity, and character of each new member of your team. Hire to complement, not duplicate. In other words, be willing to bring diversity of thinking, background, and skill set early on. That diversity, if you can accommodate the honest exchange that it requires, can lead to the best decisions and vetting of the myriad choices you will have to make. Finally, don't hire an HR person until you absolutely have to.
1: What about when promising new candidates don't turn out to be the person you expected? Is there a good way to let go of somebody?
0: You need to be quick and early in giving feedback to any new hires and then just as quick in letting them do their jobs. If you think you've made a bad hire, and believe me, you will from time to time, cut your losses quickly. An underperforming or malcontented employee can be especially corrosive in a startup organization.
1: But as usual, we'll leave a final word of advice to our startup founder, Martin Spiller. Well, I think
2: you need to keep your eyes and ears open. I I follow the maxim that came from the movie The Untouchables, which is if you want the best people at this level, you go to the tree, not the barrel. And I think that works well. I think for higher level hires, maybe you need to consider other options.
1: In the next episode, we'll focus on another group of people it pays to keep an eye on. Customers. Don't forget to email me if you have any questions you'd like answered at the end of the series. And if you're wondering what to do in the meantime, why not pop out of the office and buy a round of coffees for your team. You never know who you might meet.